if you notice at the very beginning of Article 5, it says, neither. Neither can the Decalogue delivered by God save men. So what is the neither? Uh, last week, we looked at what is referred to as glimmerings of natural understanding. So what does that mean? It means that God has placed in all mankind a knowledge of God. There is not a single person that can honestly say, I don't know whether there's a God or not. Because God has revealed it to everyone. Romans chapter 1, Psalm 19 are a couple places where that's located. So there's no such thing as an honest atheist. By saying he's an atheist, he's lying to himself and to others. But can that save you, the knowledge of God, naturally? And the answer is no. It's not sufficient. Well, what about the law? What if I keep the law? What if I keep the Ten Commandments? Will God accept me? Can I earn salvation by obedience to the law of God? Here we see in our confession today that no, keeping the law, the Ten Commandments, or the, or the whole law that God gave by Moses does not save. On the contrary, what does it do to us? It shows us the greatness of our sin and misery apart from Christ. In Adam, we're all born in that state. We're born in sin, and do we keep the law? No, we do sin. So is the law good? The answer is yes. Why? It shows us that we need Jesus. It shows us our need for a Savior. We can't save ourselves. It's outside of ourselves. So how can a sinner be saved? And Article 6 says, God performs by the operation of the Holy Spirit through the word or ministry of reconciliation, which is the glad tidings or the good news concerning the Messiah, concerning the Christ, by means whereof it has pleased God to save such as believe. The Philippian jailer, as you're well aware of, when Paul and Silas were in the prison and God brought an earthquake and the doors were rent under asunder, and the jailer, the Philippian jailer, knew if those prisoners escaped that he would have to serve their sentence, pulls out a sword and is about ready to kill himself. And Paul and Silas said, don't kill yourself, we're still all here. And the jailer ran into the jail, into the prison cell, and said, what must I do? To be saved. And what did Paul say? Believe on the Lord Jesus and you will be saved and your household. Salvation is through the Lord Jesus Christ. How is it that we learn about Jesus? According to our statement here, it is through the preaching of the gospel and the work of the Holy Spirit. Again, I've asked this before, but I'll ask it again. Have you ever said, thank you, Holy Spirit, for applying the work of Christ to my life? Do you? Are you thankful? Do you know that salvation that Christ accomplished on the cross? But notice also in our text, it says that there are those who were saved who believed that lived during the time of the Old Testament. Old Testament believers 
were saved by faith in the one who was to come. What is the difference between us and them? Well, they look forward to the coming of Christ. We look back to the coming of Christ. But we both look at Christ, who is our Savior, who is the Messiah, who is our hope. Uh, Heidelberg Catechism, question number 19, says it this way. I thought it was, it's a good summary. From where do you know this? From the Holy Gospel, which God himself first revealed in paradise, afterwards proclaimed by the holy patriarchs and prophets, foreshadowed in the sacrifices and other ceremonies of the law, and finally fulfilled by his well-beloved son. So there it says that God preached the first gospel in the garden after the fall. The seed of woman would crush the head of the serpent. Jesus would conquer the devil, sin, the world, the flesh. And so there were Old Testament believers believing in the word of God, believing in the promise of the one to come. But notice also in Article 7, there's a radical statement here, what was radical in the time of Jesus, Peter, James, John, and Paul. Notice it says, it wasn't unto one family, one tribe, one people, but it was revealed to many, to the Gentiles, to you and to I. So how do we respond to the gospel? In one word, what, what, what's the best word to describe a proper response to being saved? Thank you. If I say thank you, then that means it isn't based on me, it's based on him. He saves me. Salvation is of the Lord. The best way that I can, I can respond to the gospel is believe and to express that in thankfulness and in praise. Notice what it says. Are bound to acknowledge it with humble and grateful hearts and with the apostle to adore the severity and justice of God's judgments. God is just, must punish sin. God punished your sin in Christ. He chooses to do as he, cho- as he chooses, and we praise God for that choice, because without it, there is no hope. There is no salvation. Amen?